welcome to the Tithroff podcast. We're back as promised on our first video and sound podcast. I'm here with Tom, Dav and myself. Uh, we're looking forward to talking more on the property and uh, mortgage industry. Uh, it's been a very busy Christmas, as we can tell. And uh, Dav, uh, do you want to tell us more about your Christmas? Chaotic. Yeah. Always in my bet. Was no you. Great fun. Mm. Really nice to spend some time with the family. Yeah. Uh, but i got to be honest, it's so good to get back to a bit of routine as well. Yeah. And four what kids running around, yeah. I'm uh... <laughs> running around to a certain degree, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case you didn't know, Dab does have four children, so uh, busier household than mine, put it that way. One big dog versus four kids. So what about you, Tom? Yeah, I had a great time, to be fair. Um, this is actually my first beer of uh, 2023, probably since the Christmas period, and I drank a little bit too much <laughs> and uh, caught the dreaded lurg, uh, as did most people, I think. Uh, and, yeah, feeling a bit better now, thankfully, and uh, enjoying this beer. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you. As we all are. Uh, yeah, so uh, we did promise at the end of the last uh, podcast that we would do um, multiple sort of structures and, you know, structures that would work for you. Um, so what we've done, we start with a quiz and Dav's going to hit us off with the first question. Yeah, so between week one in 2022 and week one in 2023, which year had the higher number of sales agreed? And do you Yeah, number two, uh, to the nearest £10 million, what price was the most expensive house listed in 2022? Oof. And three for myself is what is an offset mortgage? And number four is what is loan to value? So in the mortgage industry, loan to value is quite a common term. What is loan to value? And I think we've got a surprise one at number five, is it? Yeah, a bit more of an out there one, I guess. Um, so the Japanese government is to offer families how much to relocate from Tokyo to less densely populated areas. Uh, and there's a choice with this one. So is it A, 200,000 yen, B, 500,000 yen, C, 1 million yen, or D, 2 million yen? I don't know the answer myself, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, so, uh, yeah, so apart from that, we're going to have the remaining structure of a bit more about Dav, a bit more about Tom, and have a bit more about me. Yeah, I have uh, worked in mortgages for about three or four years. I've been in the mortgage industry for about, well, you could say, uh, eight years if you include the insurance part of that. Um, so a lot of the mortgages I tend to do are your day-to-day -day residential mortgages. Yeah, so residential homes, um, you know, a lot of the homes where your day-to-day first-time buyers, um, people who are looking to buy a house after owning another house. But, you know, there's a lot of other cases which we deal with, not just me, um, but, you know, the people within our industry, the common things that a lot of mortgage advisors deal with are, you know, buy-to-lets, um, you know, you're talking about, uh, remortgaging further advances or things where they're looking to borrow against their home. These are the sort of mortgages we deal with and a lot of brokers I know who may be listening. Um, you know, it's a lot of the sort of day-to-day -day mortgage cases that we all deal with. So... Sounds interesting, Ant. Yeah, yeah, it is. Are you finished? Very interesting and I'm, I'm done now. Thank you. Thank God for that. So 2023 is it's, it's definitely going to be a different market. It's going to be an exciting one. Um, but there is definitely a market recalibration 
um, in place for, for the entirety of the UK. It will differ. The stats will differ per region and per country, of course. But price moderation and a slowdown in sales are definitely likely over the coming months. Uh, but you've got to take a lot into context in that regard. The post-pandemic market, economic history and uh, the longer term outlook as well. It's, it's definitely less dramatic than during the 1989-93 and the global financial crisis as well in um, 07. Yeah, um, well, that, that was obviously caused by banks lending uh, more than the borrowers could afford to pay. Uh, so now, because of that, um, since 2014, they, they've, made, they've given us basically, uh, and Andrew knows this more than anyone else and he might touch on it, um, it's more stringent lending criteria. Um, so people today, they actually have more equity in their homes, so there's a bit more of a barrier to actually if your home drops value people won't be in negative equity as much i think it's estimated that 4.2 percent of homeowners uh, only have less than 10 percent equity in their home um so yeah it doesn't look like it's going to be like that we're not looking at a crash as such but we'll touch on that a bit later um and it looks like thankfully inflation did peak uh towards the end of last year um and i think that's going to fall back over the, the course of the year. Yeah. Um, and unemployment uh, is looking like it's remaining low as well, um, which all bodes well for um, for property prices. So that, that's why we're not sort of worried like we were for a crash like 2007. Yeah. Um, and you know what, you say that. So the we've got a, a couple of interesting things here. So since June 2020, the average property price, they've risen to close to, as an average now this is, close to 50,000 pounds. <laughs> that so, is absolutely how, What sort of percentage are we talking about so per, per house then? Percentage-wise, that is approximately, what, 24, 24%? 24% rise? Um, lockdown, you know, lockdown and lifestyle changes spurring the market, of course, but that's an absolute, that's a mammoth increase. Crazy, we talk about that now, uh, when sort of lockdown was announced, that nobody expected that at all. So it has been, we, we've got to take everything into context, like Dav said at the context, sorry, uh, like Dav said at the start, um, because it's been an absolutely mental two years. It's been bonkers, you know, it's, it's, there will be correction. The correction is predicted um, for over the next couple of years, but um, that- Yeah, don't forget, um, the, we've got the stamp duty changes. They're here mm-hmm. until March, 2025. Um, so that's something that will, will keep the market buoyant uh, and make it not s- slow down as much as, like, like it would a crash. Um, and we got to remember, the government doesn't want the property market to crash. Um, this is why they bring these types of things in, like the stamp duty change. Um, they, they want the, the, the market to remain buoyant. So um, it's, it's, it is slowing down, but only because we've had a crazy couple of years. Definitely, definitely. Um, and we're always going to have uh, buyers and sellers. Almost one in three movers uh, move on a needs basis. Um, and these buyers are going to pre- present sales opportunities. Um, yeah. But, uh, a big massive but, uh, realistic pricing is absolutely paramount um, to achieve the sale. So if you are looking to sell, um, it has to be a realistic price. So if you, you speak to an agent, um, and Dav, I know you'll say the same, if you speak to an agent and the, the price sounds too good to be true, um, it probably is it too probably good to be true. Yeah, and it's the pricing to entice this year, as Tom has just said, he's, he's bang on the money on that front, hit the nail on the head. You've got to you've got to price your house right to sell in our current marketplace and, and, uh, and get the most out of it as well. But as, as we both said, and we both agree, 
2023 is going to be a it's going to be a very different housing market it might be difficult in some cases but um, there will always be buyers who will need to buy and there'll always be sellers who will need to sell so overall in the longer longer term uh, there's uh, you know still a positive positive way forward and and um, we can look forward to the year to come I think yeah, yeah definitely it's, it's gonna offer a better opportunity for the, the people who are looking to buy this year um, and also people are selling who didn't want to sell in that crazy market mm. um, so yeah, we're coming back to a bit of normalisation, yeah. um, which a lot of people, a lot of people will prefer. You may have seen as well um, the media banding around the the property market's going to drop by nine percent uh, and things like that. Um, Dav, have you seen that? Yeah, it's uh, well, it'd be as as an average, the you know, it could be approximately in nine ten percent. Some some regions, some areas might be more. Uh, some regions and some areas might be less. It all depends on where you're looking, how much interest that area has always had and has at the moment. Uh, some areas will be more buoyant than others, how, but that's how the market has always been. Um, it's, it's the marketplace aligning itself, correcting itself um, in, in that regard. So it's um, Yeah, I think that where they get the figure 9% as well is if you look at the market over the last 20 years, um, if you put on average month by month, the, mar- the property market's grown 0.5% every month. Yeah. Um, so if you if you draw that line, at the moment, after the crazy couple of years we had, we're lying uh, 9%, the UK is lying 9% over that line. Yeah. Um, that's where they're getting that 9% figure, of 9%, uh, 9% in, uh, yeah, over so the UK. The, yeah, that's where um, the average comes from. So it? that's where they're saying it's going to drop. But what people think is that it's going to slowly come back closer to that line. There's not a crash coming. Um, it's not a crash predicted, um, so we. Uh, our opinion is don't listen to the the, the media no. saying that it's uh, a crazy drop is coming because it's not coming. Um, it's just slowly going to normalise. Definitely, and don't forget, you you see start of the year you generally see reductions in prices and things like that, and we've seen an, we've seen a lot of reductions in prices across the board at the start of this year, but you've got to remember that. There were so many inflated prices last year because of the property boom, because of the marketplace. They've got to align themselves and come back down now. So it's not a case of the market dropping. It's just a case of the property market aligning itself and properties reducing back to a normal um, normal platform. Yeah, so on to mortgages. So obviously Tom has just talked about you know averaging within the property market. I don't really want to talk about averaging, but as you may have listened last time, we discussed how things would work in terms of how maybe people focused on the Bank of England or they focused on the media when to determine whether their rate was going to go up. Well, the main point to make on that is there are various other ways in which lenders will determine whether their rate goes up. So although we do kind of, we do kind of see trends, we will see trends where the Bank of England will go up, the lender will go up. We will see trends where um, you know the Bank of England goes down, the lender brings their uh, mortgage rate down. But the most important thing to understand is that there are other ways in which lenders do actually focus on the, their rates changing. So that brings me on to my next point is to do with how lenders lend to each other. Lenders don't necessarily base their rates on the Bank of England changing their rate. So 
The Bank of England changing their rate is all good if you're on a tracker. If you're on a tracker mortgage, you know if the Bank of England changes, your rate changes. And that's a, you know, a good option for some because then at least you do know when it's going to change. You know that it's X amount of points above the Bank of England. That suits you as your personal preference. Um, you know, and that's all down to an element of risk. If you're happy with that and you're happy to take a slight risk because it could change, but, you know, some people would argue it's not a risk because then they're not tied into a long-term fixed. Um, what you'll find is the lenders themselves actually base their, their lending on something different. So it used to be things like the LIBOR rate, the LIBOR rate with the London Interbank rate, and that rate used to determine what lenders lent to each other. Now they base it on things like the Sonia rate. So that's the sterling overnight interbank average rate. And what that is, is what lenders lend to other financial institutions. And rates like that will help them determine whether they up their rates or down their rates. And right now, this second, as of January, we're seeing a lot of lenders lower their rates, despite the Bank of England upping their rate in December, December the 15th. So my whole point of all this conversation is that don't just expect um, you know, things to go exactly how the media say, because often or not, it's, you know, there's some truth to it, but at the same time, it's the media's job to create some sort of scare. You can't, you can't fixate on what everything is being shown and, 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 and shouted out, can you? No, exactly. And you know, you, exaggerated every time. Yeah, that's yeah. good. They will exaggerate things, and I'm sure you know that. As British people, you know what the media can be like. I'm glad. I'm glad, Andrew, you've gone into this because I've got a, a, a good friend who is uh, a, a journalist, uh, and he said he, he listened to the first pre-podcast and he absolutely he, he enjoyed it. He said, "I'm not going to listen to it again though because you were um, by banging in on the mainstream media." So I'm glad he mentioned it again. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be careful. Don't, don't listen to the mainstream media. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got to be careful what I'm saying here. Um, obviously, I do want to see tomorrow. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm not saying don't listen to the media. I am. I, I am. I'm saying don't listen <laughs> to the mainstream media. It's not all doom and gloom, though, is it? I am impartial to all media channels. Um, what I'm uh, trying to get at here, without boring all our listeners to death, is that, uh, you know, rates are not determined purely on the Bank of England. Understand that lenders will look at their own ways and how they work out which way the market's going. It'll depend on certain ways of forecasting fixed interest. That's another one. Um, you know, they'll look at uh, a two-year, a five-year, and a ten-year forecast on what you know on whether or not they lend at certain rates and so on. So just make sure, you know, when you're you know looking at this market. Don't just expect it to go in one direction. Expect it to level out, expect it to average, expect it to go back up again, and then expect it to drop again. But do similar to what we've done. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, tend to just look at the current market. As Tom said, you know, look at 18 years, look at 20 years, 30 years. These are all ways of understanding what rates do. And, you know, it's not me giving, you know, that's not advice. And I've got to be very clear that that's not me giving you financial advice on that. That's just as a tip if you want to look at you know different things and market trends and rate trends and so on a good way or a common way of doing it is looking at a set period because that's exactly what lenders do anyway 
you know, lenders are forecasting the next 10 years. Um, whereas you could look back at 10 years, you know, whatever you want to do works for you. But the main thing is things can average out. And um, yeah, that's the end. As we've said in the previous podcast, there will be a quiz. And we said at the start of this podcast, we give you your quiz questions and now we'll give you our quiz answers. So I'm going to start with the property, guys. What's your first two? So the question was, and Dav gave it to us earlier, um, between week one of 2022 uh, and week one of 2023, which year had a higher number of sales agreed? So Dav, give us the answer. Okay, so uh, week one of 2023, there were 9,231 sales agreed compared to 2022 where there were only 9,161. So 2023 clinches it. So the mental year of 2022 had less sales agreed in the first week than 2023. Correct. Forget everything we said earlier uh, about the market coming down. Um, no, uh, that is it's quite a crazy stat, and it's shown that it's a good start to the year. We still believe everything we said earlier, yeah. um, but it has been a really good start to the year. Um, so, I, I, I love this one. I love this one. Number two, to the nearest 10 million, what price was the most expensive house listed in 2023? I will be surprised, unless you've cheated and looked at this online, who got close to this? So the highest price list, uh, highest price house listed in the UK in 2022 was priced at 200 million pounds, um, and it's been described as a 45-room private palace looking over Hyde Park, um, and it was bought by a, a Chinese billionaire for over over 200 million in uh, 2020. That's insane! Wow, uh, uh, 200 million. A lot wow. of moolah that. You know what? Mm. I'm doing the figures in my head now. I would love a piece of those fees. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a tasty little fee. Um, go on, and What is an offset mortgage? An offset mortgage is a mortgage with a savings account attached to it, and that savings that you have can go against what you owe on a mortgage. So it's just an extra little option if you've got a bit of money that you can put aside that money can go against what you owe on the mortgage. Um, and number four is what is loan to value. So many people, when they put a deposit down, will know that they put, say, 10% down, 20% down. Literally, all loan to value is, is the other side of that. So it's what loan you owe to the property value it's worth. So for example, if you own a house that's worth 100 grand and you put down 90 or 90,000, then you are loaning 90% against a hundred grand property equals 90% loan to value. Cheers, boy. 
Thanks, Andrew. I am absolutely enthralled with that interesting information. Do you know, this property stuff ain't too interesting either. <laughs> okay, so for our uh, out there question, I guess, um, the Japanese government is to offer families how much to relocate from Tokyo to less densely populated areas. Um, we had A, 200,000 yen, B, 500,000 yen, C, 1 million yen, and D, 2 million yen. And go on, take a guess. Oh, I'm going to go for... C, one million yen. One million yen. One million yen. Ah, oh. so you know what? I was thrown of half a million per child. Um, it might sound one million yen. It sounds like a mental amount of money. It is. I say only. It's, it's quite a lot of money. It's over six thousand pounds per child um, to relocate uh, people in Japan out of Tokyo because it's insane. so overly populated. That is madness. Is there any offers for me? Any or anybody? Paying for us to move out of Swansea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I let us know how many questions you got right. If anybody got five out of five, please um, send us a message. Andrew will tell you the how to get in touch with us later. Inquiries <laughs> yeah. um, at. <laughs> but we have. Um, we always said we're going to finish with uh, a tip, uh, and as it's our first podcast, we are going to give you two tips. Uh, aren't we, Dad? We are indeed. So. Tip, 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 tip. Tip of the week. Um, sellers and buyers, wasn't it? Yeah, so tip one. If you are, it's for, we've got one for sellers, one for buyers. Um, ah, yeah. And we've got to be mindful of, this is just our opinion, um, and the, the market research we've done, we've gone quite into a bit of depth, and we've told you quite a lot about it during the podcast. Um, if you are looking to sell over the next year, um, you probably want to go and do it sooner rather than later because, um, as we've mentioned, it's looking like we're going to go slowly. Uh, we're recalibrating. The market's coming slowly down. Um, so you're likely to get the highest price, especially after the stats we've heard about with the quiz questions in, in, in week one. It's likely that if you get things going now, you're going to get the highest price for your property. So that's tip one. And tip two, Dev. Is a one for buyers. It is. So most people will look at the general newly listed properties. They get notifications coming through from all the different platforms out there. They're newly listed, newly listed, newly listed. Well, guess what? Everyone looks at the newly listed stuff. Everyone's going to look at that newly listed notification that comes on your phone. Our tip is don't always look at the newly listed. Yes, there might be some fantastic buys out there, but guess what? Everyone's going to be looking at those as well. Go back. To the, to the most reduced or longest listed property out there on those portals because they are the ones that are ready for the picking and ready for a potential um, negotiation sale on that one. You can actually as well on most of the portals, right move, uh, I won't list them all, there's, there's lots of them out there, right move, Zoopla, on the market, prime location. Um, you can actually sort them, so you can sort into most reduced or sort to uh, oldest listed property. Uh, and it's exactly how I bought my last property, I went on the oldest listed property and these are people who are motivated, They're, that's where you're likely to get the deal. Um, so if you're looking at getting a property below market value, this is, um, you must do this because yeah. uh, it's a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier for us. Great tip. Not everybody does it, but it's out there for everybody to use. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well done. Awesome. And uh, I hope you've all enjoyed. Hope you've enjoyed as well. <laughs> there you are. Let me finish off. And so. Yeah. So we hope you've all enjoyed. Uh, this is the first proper property and mortgage podcast that yep. we finished so thank you for listening and remember as we've said last time 
If you have any sort of uh, topics or any questions that you have about this podcast, then email us at inquiries at the uk or drop us a DM on Insta, uh, LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us. Subscribe as well. Yep, follow, subscribe, comment. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah, thank you.